Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 Support Call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Eastern Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. For those of you that do not know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. Our panel does these calls in support of your TR90 efforts, and as I said, we are just absolutely thrilled to have you along with us. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on an application called SoundCloud or wherever you might be getting your podcast by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and either TR90 or Solutions, the digit for anti-aging, all pushed together as one word. If you're listening to this and it's a podcast and you wish to catch us live, dial in to 712-775-8972. And when it prompts for that conference code, put in 910022, and we would be delighted to have you along with us. As I said, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. I come to you with an education background, but I have a huge interest going back into uh, nutrition and exercise going back more than four decades. Just absolutely thrilled and delighted that you're with us. And you can feel free to share your thoughts or comments with me either before or after the call or if you're one of my shy friends and don't like to speak up, you can always send me a text to 503-502-4863. Just let me know you're part of the TR90 group so that it doesn't end up in a spam folder. With that being said, I want to remind you that the TR90 program is your one lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein when you're at three meals when you're first starting out, taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is best, and if you're not able to do that, just take them with your meals. I promise it will still work. They say it's not quite as effective but in my experience, I found that it was very effective, so do keep that in mind. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. Those fruits and vegetables will give you your macronutrients, which are your proteins, your carbs, your sugars, your fibers, your fats, your micronutrients, which happen to be vitamins and minerals. And the other thing that fruits and vegetables give you, well, they give you fiber, and fiber helps in two ways one of which is with satiety or that feeling of fullness. The other way that fiber helps is for good digestive health. And for that, guys need about 45 grams of fiber daily. Ladies, we need about 32 grams of fiber daily for that good digestive health. And if you're getting all that fiber, well, you need to get up and get moving because exercise will help keep things moving along. So 30 minutes of moderate to have the exercise at least five days a week. That is your bottom, rock bottom baseline minimum. And that have, moderate to heavy exercise can be whatever you wish it to be. It could be swimming, snowshoeing, cleaning house, stacking wood, whatever works best for you into your lifestyle. You can do it in a 30-minute chunk, two 15-minute chunks, or three 10-minute chunks whatever best fits your lifestyle. 
And if you're exercising moderately to heavily, well, then you need to be thinking about that hydration level. And um, baseline for hydration is one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking 50 ounces of water and then increasing it if you're exercising moderately to heavily so that you are offsetting what you're losing in body moisture. Because a person can lose up to a quart in an hour, either through perspiration or humidity. So it's really important to stay hydrated. Many times if you think you're hungry, you're actually dehydrated. So drink a glass of water, wait a few minutes, see if that see if you're still hungry. And if you are, then it could well be that oh wow, it's been a while since I've had a meal. Well then maybe I really do need a snack. Or not. And that might mean that you need another glass of water because as I say, dehydration masks itself um as hunger. So there is that. Also, in all of the information I have studied over the last 14 years or so, recommend seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night. It's really critical. It clears out toxins, um, stores memories, repairs muscles and tissues. It just does a multitude of what I like to call system resets while you're sleeping. So it is really critical. And if you're not getting enough sleep, it will be like you're operating, your body is operating on one to two alcoholic drinks. So, you know, if you're in a sleep deficit, start out and take a nap or two and kind of get caught up so that your body is at a good spot for a baseline. With that being said, I'm always looking for additional information to share with you that helps support our TR90 lifestyle. And today's information is coming out of a book that's called Eat to Live by Joel Furman, MD. And many of the things that he recommends are kind of dovetailed right in with our TR90 program, hence why I'm sharing it with you this morning. And I told you yesterday that we would be talking about giving up the myths about protein like changing your religion. So really important. So here we go. Remember those basic four food group charts that we all saw in every classroom in elementary school? Protein had its own box designated by a thick steak, whole fish, and an entire chicken. Dairy foods had their own special box as well. And a healthy, a healthy diet, we were taught, supposedly centered on meat and milk. Protein was thought to be the most favorable of all nutrients, and lots of protein was thought to be the key to strength, health, and vigor. Unfortunately, cancer rates soared. As a result of the scientific investigations into the causes of disease, we have had to rethink what we were taught. Old habits die hard, and most Americans still cling to what they were taught as children. There were very few subjects that are more distorted in modern culture than that of protein. Keep in mind that we do need protein. We can't be healthy without protein in our diet. Plant foods have plenty of protein. You do not have to be a nutritional scientist or a dietitian to figure out what to eat. And you don't need to mix and match foods to achieve 
protein completeness. Any combination of natural foods will supply you with adequate protein, including all eight essential amino acids as well as the non-essential amino acids. It is unnecessary to combine foods to achieve protein completeness. At each meal, the body stores and releases the amino acids needed over a 24-hour period. About one-sixth of our daily protein utilization comes from recycling our own body tissue. This recycling or digesting our own cells, lining the digestive tract, evens out any variation from meal to meal in amino acid incompleteness. It requires no level of nutritional sophistication and can get sufficient to get sufficient protein, even if you eat only plant foods. It is only when a vegetarian diet revolves around white bread and other processed foods that the protein content falls to low levels. However, the minute you include unprocessed foods such as vegetables, whole grains, beans, or nuts, the diet becomes protein-rich. Ah, green grass made the lion. Well, which has more protein, oatmeal, ham, or a tomato? The answer is that they all have about the same amount of protein per calorie. The difference is the tomato and the oatmeal are packaged with fiber and other disease-fighting nutrients, and the ham is packaged with cholesterol and saturated fat. Some people believe that only animal products contain all the essential amino acids and plant proteins are incomplete. False. They were taught that animal protein is superior to plant protein. Also false. They accept the outdated notion that plant protein must be mixed and matched to make in some complicated way that takes the planning of a nuclear physicist for a vegetarian diet to be adequate. Also, again, false. I guess they never thought too hard about a rhinoceros, hippopotamus, gorilla, giraffe, or elephant became so big eating only vegetables. Animals do not make amino acids from thin air. All the amino acids originally came from plants, even the non-essential amino acids that are fabricated by the body are just the basic amino acids that are modified slightly in some way by the body. So the lion's muscles can be composed of only the protein precursors and amino acids and the zebra and the gazelle that the zebra and the gazelle ate. Green grass made the lion. I see 20 to 30 new patients per week and I always ask them, which has more protein, 100, 100 calories of sirloin steak or 100 calories of broccoli? When I tell them it's broccoli, the most frequent response I get is, I didn't know broccoli had protein in it. I then ask, where did you think calories in broccoli come from? Did you think it was mostly fat, like an avocado, or mostly carbohydrate, like a potato? People know less about nutrition than any other subject. Even the physicians and dietitians who attend my lectures quickly answer steak. They are surprised to learn that broccoli has about twice as much protein as a steak. When you eat large quantities of green vegetables, 
you receive a considerable amount of protein. Remember, one 10-ounce box of frozen broccoli contains more than 10 grams of protein. So how much protein do we need? Well, over the years, the amount of protein recommended by the authorities has gone up and down like a yo-yo. It hasn't, wasn't until nitrogen balance studies became available that we could actually measure protein requirements. Today, the recommended daily allowance, or RDA, is 0.8 milligrams to kilogram body weight or about 44 grams for a 120-pound woman and 55 grams for a 150-pound man. This is a recommended amount, not a minimum requirement. The assumption is that about 0.5 milligrams per kilograms is needed, and then a large safety factor was built into the RDA to almost double the maximum requirement determined by nitrogen balance studies. Still, the average American consumes over 100 grams of protein daily, an unhealthy amount. Only 10% of the total calories consumed by the average person needs to be in the form of protein. In fact, as little as 2.5% of calories from protein may be all that is necessary for the average person. Regardless of how many options on adequate or optimal protein intake, most plant foods except fruit supply almost 10% of the calories from protein with green vegetables averaging about 50%. High nutrient diets that are plant food predominant like the one I recommend, and this is Dr. Pratt speaking, supply approximately about 40 to 70 grams of protein daily in the range of 1,200 to 1,800 calories per day. That is plenty of protein. Furthermore, the outdated notion of a high biological value, protein is based on essential amino acid profiles that grants eggs a 100% score based on the nutritional needs of rodents. It should not be surprising that the growth needed needs of rats are not quite the same as those of humans. For example, birds and rats have high requirements for methylamine and cysteine and sulfur-containing amino acids. The sulfur-containing amino acids are important when growing feathers and fur. More recently, the essential amino acid profiles have been updated to reflect more closely the needs of humans. Human breast milk, for example, is lacking if we are considering the nutritional requirements of baby rats, but ideal when looking at human requirements. Today, protein scores are Computed differently from in the past, they are based on human needs, not rats, and soy protein earns a higher score than beef protein. Using a computer dietary analysis program, I tried to compose a natural foods diet deficient in any required amino acid. It was impossible. Almost any sort of assortment of plant foods contains about 30 to 40 percent, uh, 30 to 40 grams of protein per thousand calories. When your caloric needs are met, your protein needs are met automatically. 
Focus on eating healthy, natural foods. Forget about trying to get enough protein. What about the athlete, weightlifter, or pregnant woman? Don't they need more protein? Of course, an athlete in heavy training needs more protein. I was on the U.S. World Figure Skating Team in the early 1970s. I often exercise more than five hours daily because all of the grueling work on the ice. I did plenty of weightlifting and running. With all of that exercise, I needed more protein, but I needed lots more of everything, especially calories. When you take in more food, you get more, you get the extra protein, extra fat, extra carb, carbohydrates, and extra nutrients that you need. I loaded up on the back seat of a car with huge amounts of fruits and vegetables, raw nuts, and whole grains. I ate lots of foods and took in more protein and everything else in the process. Your protein needs increase in direct proportion to your increased caloric demands and your increased appetite. Guess what? You automatically get enough. The same is true during pregnancy. When you meet your caloric needs with an assortment of natural plant foods, you will receive the right amount of protein, not too much and not too little. And tomorrow we'll have Frank up. I'll be back on Thursday putting the RDAs into perspective, which is those recommended daily allowances. At the top of the hour, if you scoot over to Facebook, One Team Global Live, one of our leaders will be sharing some information on how to build a new skin business. This is Susan Mann for January 16, 2024, signing out. I was thrilled to have you along with us. I welcome any thoughts or comments as soon as I take us off mute. And if you ever feel that you need to shoot me a text, you can definitely do that to 503-502-4863. Just let me know you're part of the TR90 program, and we'll get you out of the spam folder. So there we have it, my friends, how to get that protein even on a plant-based diet and getting all those amino acids that we need to... um, Stay good and healthy. And if there's no other thoughts or comments, I'm going to go ahead and release us. As I said, we'll have Frank up tomorrow and have a great day. And I look forward to seeing you here with Frank tomorrow and back on Thursday.